What's up, everybody? Hello, Elijah. Hey. Jeez, man, you you sound like you was in a freaking tunnel just now. Oh uh, yeah, sorry for that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'll just cut all that off. But I'll, yeah. I'll just I'll just go back and do the introduction. Um, that one, like like before. So yeah. I will wait till this hits thirty-five, and then I'll start. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So what is the plan to? No, discuss. It is, is it just um, Christopher Columbus and his origin, or is it also the Arawaks and being of the uh, ancestry? As, as, as we go, as we talk, you'll you'll it'll be like a conversation like you and I always have. Um, it is, it's just going to be recorded. I'll put some music in. Uh, those type of things. All right. Before I publish it, I'll send it to you so you can listen to it as well. Yeah. But um, yeah, but. I will start at 105. <laughs> <laughs> so you you laughing, so I gotta I gotta wait again. You gotta shut up. <laughs> What's up everybody? As we all know, I am KOP and welcome back to another episode of Island Touch. Now today I have a guest speaker on and he goes by the name of Elijah Small. What's up, Elijah? How's it going? Hey, I'm doing well. I can't complain. Can't complain, you know. I'm just chilling, you know, ready for this combo. Yeah, yeah. So how's the um, whole COVID-19 being treating you, you know? Oh, of course. you know, it's been terrible. Man, listen, I'm just trapped inside. Scared. Very paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> You're paranoid? Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the... Uh, honestly, in all actuality, I am not as worried as I was when it started. Be- mm-hmm. Because, you know, finding out WHO has been basically in the pocket of China. And China has been basically letting them know, hey, give these numbers instead of this. Uh, you know, it's been... What? I haven't been concerned. Oh, man. Every time I talk to you, I feel like I just be living in a bubble. But I guess we'll, we'll talk about that on a later date, and if that's the case, I'd really like to hear more about that. But, oh, yeah. um, guys, today today's episode, um, it has to do with something with, of course, obviously, that's what my podcast is always about, the Bahamas. But we're just going deep, way back, you know, in the past. This is something that I wouldn't really talk about because I don't believe, you know, in my opinion, I don't really believe that it has anything to do with us. But Elijah is almost convincing me a little bit so today's topic is going to be on the genocidal maniac christopher columbus <laughs> so i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna let uh eli i'm gonna let him uh tell us a little something because you know this is something that he was talking to me about this is something that he actually posted on his whatsapp and i'm like uh no i don't think he's a bad guy and then he just went in more detail, telling me so much. So I just thought that I would bring him on the show today, and we'll talk a little bit more about it. So, uh, Elijah, you have the floor. Ah, uh, yeah. So, the genocidal maniac. Right? That's a lot to unload. All right. Now, people do say that Christopher Columbus is a genocidal maniac. Looking at uh, the recent years, from since 2006, the famous article from 2006, where t- I think it was 23 um, persons, I think Native Americans, basically just said, okay, this is objective fact. But the problem mm-hmm. is, is that most of Christopher Columbus journals, people still realize to this day, was lost. 
uh, when you're sending it to the queen and okay. king, right? Queen okay. uh, Isabella and King Ferdinand. And yeah. also that the article used is not from Christopher Columbus's journal. It is not. It is from his opposition, basically, back then in the 1500s, which was, in my opinion, somebody who is really, really, truly forgotten in history. Uh, <clears throat> Francisco, one of two persons, I should say, who was forgotten in history, Francisco de Bobadillo. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people don't know about Francisco. Francisco. <laughs> that's a name. That's yeah, that's an that's that's actual person. I mean, Christopher Columbus, people still debate his name. It's like somebody, I think somebody said his name isn't Christopher Columbus. It's Christopher Columbo or something like that. Uh, but what? yeah, Francisco de Bobadillo uh, was. Bobadillo. Yeah, Bobadillo. Uh, was yeah. yeah, Bobadillo. It was. Um, he was basically his political rival. He was, I think he was the second governor uh, that usurped power from him. But anyway, the reason why, because we're talking about Christopher here, uh, Christopher Columbus, to me, he's not a genocidal maniac. Um, Christopher Columbus being in, Geno- in Genova, uh, he is, of course, used to the system, uh, what was pretty prominent in the 1500s for Europe, which is the... Their version of the encomienda system, royals and um, peasants, basically uh-huh. means that okay, I'm a royal, you're on my land, I can't, I'm not gonna, I can't be able to sell you, uh, I can't be able to sell you, of course, into slavery, but you do need to work for me to be on my land. So, um, mm-hmm. basically, uh, when he started his, when he started his voyage, when he met the when he met the natives when he first went to San Salvador, uh, he didn't, it was a greeting, basically. This this isn't when the supposed carnage started. He basically was, and he took six, you know, he took six, um, took six natives with him to discover and, and, and explore basically more parts of the, uh, of the uh, South Americas, well, Americas in general, but more to the South Americas. And of course, okay. he went on the voyage. Of course, people people think sometimes it's because of the he's the one that disproved the flat Earth uh, theory. It's been disproven by many um, uh, journalistic organizations, uh, many historians that it, it's more so it was a conflict between the size of the Earth. Uh, basically, King Ferdinand and Queen Isabella was basically in uh, competing with uh, this king from Portugal, and. Um, they thought that the Earth was uh, much smaller in comparison smaller. to what you were stating, right? So, so, uh, that's so, a- so I'm just curious. I'm just, I'm just really curious about that right there. Then, so this whole uh, time, you know, from us being like toddlers, you know, till now, I'm like 24 now. You're telling me that oh, Christopher Columbus, his voyage wasn't about okay if he would actually fall off the edge of the earth, but just to see that oh wait no, the world is actually just as uh, bigger than what they had thought back then. Well, it's a little bit more complex than that because basically it was just look- it, it was just to find out new routes uh, to get to Asia, the Asia areas. Um, how did he? That's how did he, what the voyage was. If he was going to Asia, so how did he end up all the way? over here in the western hemisphere because he thought that the because that's that's the reason the size of the earth was a conflict 
that's why they call them say a bubbling heat or he just happened to knock, knock up on the west because they found a route and he didn't determine the size of the because they how they measure uh the distance between places is in days they used days they didn't have miles or anything like that so what happened was in all that the leading i guess the leading um uh persons in europe who, who were responsible for, for, uh, for basically dictating where and uh, what the ge- basically the geography of the okay. entire world basically was um basically saying okay we'll give you this map this is a this is the this is the correct this is the correct map but he happened to stumble on the um on, on the uh, new world basically san salvador and uh, america basically. he happened but, to stumble um, upon it <laughs> that's what people people say he just stumbled this is where they get the this notion that oh he bumbled oh he was just a dummy that just uh stumbled upon this land because really and truly he wasn't supposed to go there it was just a new way to get to asia a new way to get to asia um you know, you know yeah. i wanted to actually do something too with that right um you say i always hear that like oh yeah the first place that he stopped was san salvador right so um i don't know if you know too much about uh geography here in the bahamas um how you know how everything is but in san salvador is there like a high hill in san salvador do no you, i'm not you know? sure you're not sure because no, sure. um i don't know I, i can't remember but i think i read somewhere where it says that you know when christopher columbus landed he went upon a high hill you know uh, i know that he explored san salvador somewhat and and because he saw the natives had gold so he saw he took six of them and he went to explore the rest of south americas they could use them to basically pinpoint gold where the gold would be you know but right right yeah but see you mean mm-hmm. no sorry it's just that it's just that um that that whole thing because i always just thought that um if anything it's just something that i was thinking Mm-hmm. It, did he really just stopped in San Salvador? You know, I'm just I'm just really thinking about okay. that part. Or did he actually stop in Cat Island? You feel like this one? Yeah, he, I mean it was San Salvador. I mean he named it San yeah. Salvador. He named the island San Salvador, so it's San Salvador. He stopped there. But um okay. of course, uh throughout 1450 uh one or two to 1499, he, ex- he had he basically four voyages. He did explore a good part of South America, um not North America of course. He just basically went from the Bahamas down. Um mm-hmm. but uh but uh and so uh getting back to the um genocidal point uh maniac <laughs> um getting back on track with that. He basically uh they I think they crashed somewhat. I'm gonna skimming some parts of history there, but they said that He went to the island. He left 39. I believe it was in the Hispaniolas. Sorry about that. I think it was Cuba, right? So he um he left 39 men on that on the land and uh-huh. he took the he took the six natives. He took the gold, he showed it to the queen and king and he and they said go get me more. Uh but the thing is <laughs> Yeah. Just just yeah, just get me more. I just go. Yeah, right. But the thing is, you know, things haven't, you know, things haven't, you know, escalated to that to that extent as yet. So um, he went back and he basically met 
just the most horrendous scene when he went back to the land and um it was basically all the men all the men are dead right all the men died and they died because the natives the natives did kill them uh which they did uh find out later on the natives did kill them uh Christopher Columbus didn't really take exact revenge uh-huh. uh all he did was just explore the place basically and he went to that town now it now during the years Christopher Columbus didn't know the natives would be that aggressive because they they really mangled the men now we're talking about like cut off heads so, stabbed yeah that's the thing there so so these are the na- you say natives but um you said that they left 39 people but that was in Cuba at the time right yeah all right so i'm i'm just curious because um weren't like uh the caribs and all of that back then they were kind of uh uh, that's what I'm looking for now. Didn't they like ate each other? Like like eight humans too, or something like that? No. Yeah, the Caribs are there, but the, the Lucayans and Caribs. We were talking history class. Lucayans and Caribs was the, but it was basically Lucayans, Caribs. It's the only tribes you needed to know. Um, but remember, Lucayans were part of a bigger tribe called the uh, Taino, Taino tribe, and mm-hmm. they were, they came basically migrated from Jamaica. Right, the Taino tribe. Uh, the Lucanians were just a small, basically a small portion of that tribe. So, but the Taino tribe was basically the tribe that is basically the tribe that was basic that was massacred basically by the Spaniards. And it, and to to be honest, Christopher Columbus did a small portion of of um, did a small portion. He was involved in a small portion of that. Uh, now, getting back to what he did, what is what the resolve was when he when he met when he found this, he basically reported the situation to um, to Queen uh, to Queen Isabella the first and King Ferdinand. Basically, um, between between the ongoing back and forth between the natives and the Spaniards, uh, basically the queen the queen said, okay, they will be. To the crown, they'll be under the crown. Basically, they'll be subjected, subjected to the crown, um, because what people don't realize is that back then it was actually illegal to have slaves, right? It was illegal to have slaves back then in Europe, I should say oh. in the 1500s. That's why there was this, there was the incoming in the system, which is almost people with people. That's why people say some the uh, natives were basically under slavery. It's not slavery; it's the incoming in the system. They were just treated horribly, basically. So, I would agree that under the system, which Christopher Columbus did create, um, his men did, and they were criminals. His men did <laughs> complete damage uh, to to the native to the natives. Now, the encomienda system isn't a fair system because it is taking liberty away from the natives. Right, so it's basically saying, okay, you will convert to my, you know, it wasn't as though Christopher Columbus was saying it was, you convert to my religion. Basically, it was uh-huh. uh, by authorization of the queen, right, his boss, basically, to subjugate that. them. And who doesn't? And if and if they aren't a part of that, basically, they were wiped out. Right. But, so I mean, I mean, I mean, if you think about that, right, it's just like mm-hmm. I still see that as like some form of slavery. You know, yeah, they were getting what paid, like you said. Um, but come on, you know, is that you you go to this place, 
you find these people minding their own business and you said okay uh yeah you guys aren't free you're actually under the crown over on this mm-hmm. side of the world and mm-hmm. now you have to work for us we're going to pay you but you're going to work for us we're going to give you a home but you're going to work for us but you're taking me from my 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 place you're taking me from my habitat you're taking me away from the things i i've grown up in to place me in this strange place and that's that's kid that, that's to me that's legit slavery you know well the, the complexity of when they migrated really and truly it wasn't the case because the numbers say that of course uh somewhat i think 1.5 million to 2 million um uh taino that's what the numbers say were basically there i don't think they imported all the all those all those people to to us uh, to Spain Be- I'm sorry to no because of the fact that well in Europe I should say because of the yeah. fact that there were the killings the the mass killings and 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 people don't realize that it was not just Christopher Columbus Christopher Columbus did a small part of it right I'm going to tell you the other persons that were involved in this um and basically the transport of those natives it really wasn't the case they didn't go over there to spain and say let's kill them they actually they were killed on their own soil the tiny tribe was killed on their own soil but jury of them and it wasn't just by it was forced um of course um uh war killed them right that's one but that wasn't the majority it turns out that after of course being in this and there was a law basically Christopher Columbus basically did this for everyone uh because he was very much pressured by the queen um and king basically if you guys for the colonists and it was not just the natives the colonists were also people that lived that were that were from Spain that were living there too uh inclusive of the soldiers and whatnot right so um the colonists Had basically had to basically bring them 40 uh bring them gold and a certain amount of gold and silver uh who were over 14 basically and if they did not uh they some portions of of them would be severed <laughs> what yeah yeah literally in the journal um in the in the journal in the 2006 journal of uh um from his political rival basically as that uh Christopher Columbus once allowed a man to cut off his own once allowed once allowed the man to have his hand cut off basically because he did not um he did not find gold or silver but then again That's other sources, what other sources say is because of the fee and still the rule because of the fact that um his men were raping right his men were raping and he did it uh, he did it to his own men and the colonists of Spain basically that's that that's where the history gets very conflicting and um it's what happens when i guess you don't take good care of your documents in the 1500s <laughs> he was basically in his journal he basically had to defend himself uh because of the fact because after you know after you've taken the jail but let me not go there as yet so yeah um after after basically um years of this incumbent the system the awak people I'm sorry not the awak native people basically decided decided that 
um, I can't do this. Apparently, the amount that was killed by suicide is a really great. It's two hundred something thousand, two hundred fifty thousand people were killed, um, or killed themselves, and also the mothers. If uh, they would teach you in history, the mothers would kill their infants as well. So, the so they will be subjected because, to yeah, all of that. It's all of that crap, right? Because they saw it horrible, right? So well, uh, Elijah, right? Mm-hmm. Just, just, just um, to say this, right? Everything that you've been saying so far, right? Uh-huh. It still sounds as if if Christopher Columbus had never set foot, you know, if he had never set foot <laughs> on those islands. No, obviously these things wouldn't happen. I understand that, you know, hey, the guy was trying to assist. He was trying to be, I guess, a lawyer, you know, in, in some in some way for uh, these people. But it still shows that, hey, dude, if you if you hadn't if you hadn't come here, you know, this would be an argument that people would say, you know, when they hear this, when they um, when they're reading through history, when they actually take time to read through it, say, well, if he had never stepped foot on new land here then this whole thing would have never happened. So what I want to ask you then, what I want to ask, right? Him stepping foot to the new hemisphere, uh, the new world, does his good outweigh the bad? The things that he's brought, the things that he's taught, does it outweigh the bad? I think, some people would say, uh, the complexity of his history, right? I think it outweighs the bad. And let me explain. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I'm acknowledging the fact uh, of of his bad, right? And obviously, right? We can. Uh, the, I think the, the consensus uh, is undeniable that millions of native inhabitants was killed, not really and truly by Christopher Columbus, were killed by smallpox. Right. Thirty percent of the population over time was killed by smallpox. That was. Of course, the, of course, Christopher Columbus and his men was not really affected by smallpox because um, at that time, uh, um, that wasn't where animals were everywhere, and um, this is the reason. This is the reason why I say Christopher Columbus, his good outweighs the bad, because Christopher Columbus brought the Columbian Exchange. If it wasn't for Christopher Columbus making that voyage, um. It would be it, basically a majority of the things what we have, um, what we had back in the 1900s, 1800s. There wouldn't be no exchange. Uh, most animals wouldn't be in other in, in, in places where they wouldn't. Have most animals and most goods and most and most um, spices and all that wouldn't be wouldn't be going around the globe. Uh, Basically, he brought the idea of exchange uh, through the entire globe, right? The Colombian exchange. And um, but at the, what price is the question? Is really, that what I'm the Colombian exchange really wasn't at a price because that was a, the Colombian exchange was really an effect. Now, the, the Colombian exchange is it has a good and a bad, whereas of course it was the transport of people, but. And, and diseases obviously came because the natives didn't have a lot of animals. The natives didn't have a lot of animals around the, around the land. The, um, the, natives usually had, the natives had lambs, 
and I believe they they had another preacher, but they had llamas, alpacas, right? Uh, that's because most of these diseases came from came from animals. So when so when he brought around COVID nineteen, yeah, COVID nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> God, dang it! What a that's 2020. That's 2020 but, uh, but it is the largest part of globalization um, that that encouraged the uh, basically world trade. You know, uh, even though the act of slavery is sadly a part of the Colombian exchange, but it wasn't something that was profoundly um, done by well, I should say the transatlantic slave trade wasn't the um wasn't christopher columbus's idea of course the transatlantic slave trade uh was the idea of a man uh who was around that time or francisco de babadillo uh it was a man named i think his i think his name is bartholomew i believe his name is bartholomew he was basically a priest around that time he was the one that was writing reports of another person who was the actual genocidal maniac because with, with the difference between Christopher Columbus and a lot of these guys is that Christopher Columbus intent was only through the queen basically so if it wasn't for right. the fact that the queen said these will be subject they will be the subject of the crown I believe that Christopher Columbus would have never had to create the economy and the system in the first place uh, in the new world uh, for the Native Americans Right, so as one, the guy that people sh- really overshadowed in history was was the name. His name is Nicholas de Ovando, right? He basically was after he continued basically the um, incoming in the system, and under him it was worse. People, people, yeah, people weren't really dying by. Um, uh, smallpox around the time mm-hmm. when he killed uh, the natives, but um, he killed five hundred thousand Native Americans. He was the one that said, "Okay, I executive. It's like an executive order. I want this, right?" He was a more brutal, brutal uh, voyager than Christopher Columbus, right? So wow. that's why that's that's why I believe that's why I believe that Christopher Columbus really and truly he's done bad, but his history is complex. A lot of his journals was lost. The man basically mm-hmm. can't prove himself because his political rivals, such as Nicholas de Ovando, right. Bartholomew, Priest, and and Francisco de Balbini, those guys were basically his rivals. Now, Bartholomew, um, he was the one that basically gave the idea, okay, we need to stop the slavery based on um, basic slavery. I'm sorry, he said he would give us his give up his encomienda, right, to the natives, and he suggested to the, to Europe that uh-huh. maybe we should use the Africans in the tran- uh, in, in this, and thus birth trans- transatlantic slave trade, right? But he apologized for that years later, and it was nothing you could do about it. It was already in place. So... But that's that's why I believe Christopher Columbus really and truly. I can't you can't put the blood in him <laughs> on him. Can't put, he has no blood. It's, it's, I can't put it on him. I feel you with what you're saying. Yeah, I feel what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> 
But you know what? We, we definitely have to go with a part two with this then. Because I understand, but I just, I just want to like hear a little bit more. I know that you have more to say. But yeah. what we'll do, we'll make a part two um, to go along with this episode. Because I'm, I'm sure that everybody else would love to hear more of it as well. But for no. right now, <laughs> but for right now, we'll go ahead and just wrap up when it comes to this. Mm-hmm. I, I still, honestly, though, I, I still feel like, hey, I still feel as though that you know, he's, he's a catalyst. You know, I still feel like he's the catalyst of all the things that happened back then. But like you said, you know, without without him, that, of course, you know, the, the worldwide trade, all of that wouldn't have come into fruition. Things that are probably here now, obviously, wouldn't be here, right? Um, yeah. You're saying <clears throat> the spices, animals, you know, all of yep. these things, the things that we adore now, definitely wouldn't be something that we would be able to enjoy. And we used but, to. <laughs> and the Houston, that's correct. So we'll do we do a part two. But for right now, Eli, I want to thank you so much for coming on. Yep. Hopefully I'll get you to come on because I've been trying to ask you for a while now. So hopefully we'll be able to get you back on. But of course, guys, for right now, like I said before, if you want to send us your opinions, if you want to talk to us about um, what you've heard today, uh, don't hesitate to hit us up, hit me up. I'm on Facebook, Island Touch, Island Space Touch. You can hit me up on on Twitter, Twitter. Uh, And of course, I'm on Instagram as well. (laughs) Same thing. (laughs) So just hit me up. And if you'd like to go ahead and just send me a message and you might be on the next show as well. But for right now, thank you guys so much for listening. And I hope that you guys have a wonderful day.